This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode, but you get it on Thursday evening if you're an IFS subscriber. It's as simple as that. Um, don't know where we want to start. I know that you had a medical examination earlier in the week, but I wanted to just briefly run a couple of potential deep dive subjects by you, Sam. Mm-hmm. I watched a thing on Channel 5 last night, which was all about uh, the controversies of 1974. Oh. And it's a fucking great show. There's a lot going on in 1974. Yeah. There were two you elections, the wasn't there, in 1974? There was... There was there was two general was elections, two? and was there also the EU, the, the European, or whatever it was, was called, then, the Commonwealth? Well, there was the miners' strike, and then Ted Heath went to the country on the on the ticket of, who runs this country, me or the miners? And the country went, not you, pal. Not you, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. So there was that. There was the miners' strike. There was the three-day week. But there's a couple of things as well, which I saw. There was the time when there was an attempted kidnap on Princess Anne. On the Mall. Oh, wow. Have you, are you familiar with no, that story? No. Well, I'll just give you the bare bones and we can do it as a history box at some point. Uh, bloke uh, tries to hijack Princess Anne's car. He's got a gun. Shots are fired. A retired boxer comes out of nowhere and oh. gives the bloke a smack. Fucking uh, hell. Love it. Princess Anne obviously survives. Feels quite diveable. Adds off, off our princess. Bang. Yeah. You fucking cunt. That reminds um, me, we, we didn't, remember when we did top 50 moments in, in Britain or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we did have the Glaswegian who kicked that Al-Qaeda terrorist what in was the bollocks. Called? Was it John, John Smeaton, wasn't it? Yeah. This is Glasgow. We'll set about yeah. you. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that like came that. came quite yeah. high up, but I wish we'd known. I think that guy, the retired boxer, would have come pretty high. I tell yeah. you who else we, I don't think we put in it, who was a bit of a legend, was the guy who just climbed into Buckingham Palace and had a chat with the Queen. <laughs> Got the Queen's bedroom. <laughs> I've seen the crown. We've slagged the crown off in the past, but I have seen the episode right. that covers that in the crown, and it's right. really good. It's really good. They put, And to be honest, right, they portray both him and the Queen. I mean, it should be a stage play, because they put, yeah. no one really knows what, what, what happened in this yeah. chat but it went on for quite That's a long right. time and the queen just fucking she was just in her bed and she just thought mm. well I'm just going to have to fucking chat it out until someone comes along till one of my yeah. guards comes along in their big fuzzy hat <laughs> <laughs> with one of them rifles that's got a knife on the end of it well there's been there's been talk about them big fuzzy hats this week as well because King Charles has said that maybe there shouldn't be uh, no it was no it's Stephen Fry not mm, King Charles they're thing. interchangeable aren't they yeah. I mean King Charles has been presenting Jeopardy on ITV this week um, <laughs> uh, Stephen Fry said that the, the bearskin hats shouldn't be made of bearskin anymore because they're, they're, they're killing black bears to make these hats is that right I didn't know that that yeah. is actually really they're bad they still made of actual bear yeah that's uh, out of order that's not a good idea you'd think King Charles would be all over it, something like that being a yeah, a, a I think King hippie. Charles would probably listen to that. I mean, plus as well, the expense as well as the animal death. It's like, come on, make them vegan. Make them yeah. fucking synthetic. Just put back, big baseball caps on backwards or something like that instead. They look like but, fucking... Give him one of them Jamiroquai hats. Get him involved. Yeah. He must have had a fucking special... What do you call a hat maker again? There's a name the for Milner. it. The Milner. Yeah, Jamiroquai's probably got a Milner, hasn't he? 
personal Milner. We need yeah. personal Milners. We've yeah. got lots of personal um, official podcast job people, yeah, haven't we? We do. Yeah. We've got lawyers, we've got doctors, dentists, all sorts. Dentists. We need a Milner. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're a Milner, get in touch, but only if you're a pro and you've got credentials. Don't just try and make us something out of a fucking carrier bag. Fucking does does the cross-stitching in your fucking back bedroom. Don't want any of that crap. Yeah, no, we want a proper one. Yeah, ideally the same one who does Jamiroquai. By appointment of JK. (laughs) And and now (laughs) King Charles and all. My son was in the bathroom the other day having a shower and he had all his music on when he's in the shower. And yeah. he, fucking Jamiroquai was one of the songs that was on, I thought. Did he? Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. I'm keen on that. No, I d- I've said before, I don't mind. You know, Jamiroquai, when he came out, like, a lot of people were really into it. He was quite cool. And then it went completely mm-hmm. the opposite. But when he came out, I was 16 or something. I thought, yeah, this is re- really great. And to be honest with you, at 16, what it did was it, it introduced me to songs in the key of life. I remember I was sister-in-law, mm. was older than me, and was quite cool, new music. She's still my sister-in-law now. And she said, "What?" Well, she said to me, oh, yeah, Jamiroquai, that sounds exactly like Stevie Wonder. Mm. And at 16, mm. I was like, Stevie Wonder, what, Ebony and Ivory? You've got to be fucking joking, didn't you? That's, right? that's a way of singing at the telephone. Ah, fuck off. Yeah. I just called to say I love you. I don't think so, mate. And she went, fuck that. <laughs> She went, go and get older songs in the key of life. So I did. And then I was like, ah, okay. So derivative music can sometimes be good at introducing people to the actual stuff it's based yeah. on, you know? Yeah. You've been a Jamiroquai apologist there. But that's, I am, that's yeah. Fine. I that's am. Fine. I mean, I can see, like, you know, I remember that video of when he uh, got headbutted by a paparazzi, and that was funny. And obviously he was, a, you know, a bit of a knob because he had all his environmentalism, but he owned about 100 supercars. One thing yeah. I will say about Jamiroquai <laughs> is he does live out loud. He does live mm. out loud. I don't know if he still that. does. But I remember when lockdown started, I remember saying to you, it's so weird the fact that it's not just a certain sector of society in a particular country. It's like everyone in the whole world is now on lockdown. Yeah. And I started trying to think of, like, you just start thinking of the most random people and what they're doing. I remember saying to you, I wonder what Jamiroquai is doing right now. Right, like, what, yeah. what is he doing? I wasn't worried about I was a bit worried about him. And uh, and then as if by magic, he just started posting every day on Instagram from his mansion. He lives in a big nice. mansion with a fleet of supercars. Of course he and, does. Uh, and, like... Was he, from, was he just driving them around and around his courtyard, fucking pulling yeah. doughnuts and stuff? He lives He lives not unlike the Lotto Lout, who, of course, we're deep yeah. diving for the, <laughs> the IFS members at the moment. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> very similar. Yeah. I'm sure he's touring arenas and stuff like that. We're just not aware of it. We're not he does things aware like, anymore. He, yeah, he probably does. But like, I think I saw him live once. I think I took my sister when she was a kid with her mates to see him at like Wembley. Mm. But certainly when he first came out in the, in the, in the early nineties, he was on the cover of the face magazine before he even had a record deal. And people were like, this yeah. guy's so cool. Look at his hat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is why I never got, I never took to the Face magazine for reasons such as that. Yeah, no, it, I was, I was a sucker for that. Me. I was suck, I was a sucker. I mean, I was literally just believed anything they told me. I was sort of, like, I, get, I look back now and I realize what it was was I was living a sort of reasonably, you know, bog standard suburban kind of life. Uh, I wasn't out at that age. I wasn't out in trendy nightclubs or anything like that. Um, and therefore, 
I sort of was like hook, line and sinkered by the people right in the face. I thought, ah, that must be good because it's in the face and they're all fashionable. Look at, look at, look at, look at this man with his gigantic hat and his didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I just, uh, I just admit it. I know it's not cool, but you know, that's just the way it was. Anyway, how did you react to your son when he was, what was he, what, what era of Jamiroquai was he listening to? Does it all sound the same to you? I think it was peak. It was peak era. First album. It was oh, an emergency yeah. on planet Earth. Or something yeah, that, like that was that was certainly his best stuff. Although I do like yeah. the song "Canned Heat," um, which was at a sort of second wind when uh, the, in the film Napoleon Dynamite, he just performs a song at the mm. end of the film. He performs a dance to "Canned Heat," and right. as a result, you know, "Canned Heat." became sort of popular with another generation and that's been done again and again so most recently murder on the dance floor by sophie ellix ellis baxter's baxter's yeah right (laughs) janet ellis's daughter janet ellis baxter that's (laughs) had a big revival and like kids are really into it because that fucking kid that lad at the end of fucking saltburn the fucking stupid film Right, yeah. dances to it in a mansion with his willy out, and really, the, the whole they just give over. It's that is they've done what's called a Napoleon Dynamite. They just give over the whole of the end of the film. The film's over, the story's over. You're like fucking hell, what a load of bollocks that was, right? And then yeah. suddenly, your man from fucking Banshees of what you call it, right? Oh, Tim, is it right? Yeah, he's the main mean. man in the film. You've already right. seen him. I think I told you about. It. You've already seen him start bollock naked, humping a fucking grave. Right, right. And Probably won't watch this now. You've revealed all these spoilers, but well, d- don't. It would. It, this film would infuriate you. I'm saving you time. My daughter mate. said it was shite as well. It's absolute fucking bollock shite. Yeah. There is a couple of good performances in it, right? <clears throat> but um, like Richard E. Grant's funny in it. But it's a, it's a, it's a cunt of a film. Ever since <laughs> I've seen it, I've been thinking about it more. I'm thinking, and it's got it's so annoying. popular. And like my daughter and all her mates, they're they're all listening to Murder on the Dancehall because they think it's really funny. Because they're teenagers, they think it's funny that he dances around with his willy out at the end. Not just a little mm. bit. You see his knob for the whole three minutes while he's dancing around to Murder on the Dancehall. Is he Murder- twirling it round in the oh, air? Oh, it's like flapping, it's flapping about and everything. Yeah, and his balls. And you're like, all right, yeah, well done. Or you know, you're a fucking rebel, yeah. aren't you? Now what? Yeah. yeah. What am I supposed to do with this? And, um, and uh, yeah, and anyway, it's gone to number one. And another one, when at the end, we were talking about the last scene of Sopranos the other day, and yeah. uh, of course, they have Journeys uh, Don't Stop Believing, is the song you that do. Tony Soprano puts on the jukebox, and it plays mm. over that scene. And that became, I'm sure it's not the case anymore, but back then, it became Spotify's number one most downloaded or listened really? to song as a result oh. of that final scene. So sometimes yeah. a song, very often a song used as a, in a final sequence, gets mm. this huge fucking second wind as it's a result a of being featured. Yeah. yeah, And that's having murder yeah. on the dance floor. I mean, Tarantino did that a lot, didn't he, in the 90s, yeah. where the stuff that he put on his soundtracks because he was very fastidious about what he was, yeah. They are good soundtracks, aren't they? I they like are. Tarantino's music taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> oh, I've had quite a week because, as I said, we've been watching The Sopranos right through at the very end, mm. and then 
the last couple of afternoons we've watched Goodfellas together and then Casino oh, yesterday. Oh my I god! I fucking love Casino. Casino is so violent, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Goodfellas very violent. Casino. I, I, I've always regarded Casino as a twelve-inch extended version of Goodfellas. It, yeah. In terms of when he fucking mean? stabs that geezer in the eye with the pen, or the, the worst pen. bit when they put that geezer's head in a vice. Yeah, and his eye pops out. Again, <laughs> I think when I first saw it, I was like, oi, oi, oi. now I'm yeah. like, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah. Why would you Please. make... Who would come up with an idea like that? That's just an awful. <laughs> absolutely uh, awful. So anyway, that's Princess Anne's Kidnap. Yeah. Uh, 1974. The other 1974 thing that stood out as diveable was when Brian Clough took over at Leeds United for 44 days. Oh, yeah. And then they got rid of him. Yeah. And then on the night that he was sacked... Uh, Austin Mitchell, who was the Yorkshire TV presenter, yeah, also who became went on to an be MP. a Labour MP. Yeah, yeah. Austin Mitchell did an interview in the studio with Brian Clough about his sacking, but they also brought fucking Don Revy in oh, as well. Amazing, yeah. And Clough's gone. Clough's like gone. Oh, well, the, the changes were needed. I, I, I regret nothing about what I did at yeah. the club during my time. And Revy's gone. That was because you were a cunt. Yeah, yeah, you went in there and you acted the cunt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was. Fu- I've seen great. clips of that. It's fucking unbelievable. I mean, yeah, in, you know, imagine pulling that off, Austin Mitchell. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's just pulled it off. I tell you what, see if we can get Clough. You wouldn't even try that these days when someone had just quit, right? No. And they go, oh, he said, yeah. Do you know what'd be really good? I wonder if Revy as well. We could also get Revy and sort of like hijack him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, great. I'm sure they'd have asked Clough and said, do you mind if we get Don Revy in as well? And he'd have gone, yep. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) more the merrier. Bring it off Ramsey as well if you want. (laughs) Bring any con. I'll take them all on. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, right. Talking of cunty footballers with too much to save themselves, this whole Joey Barton thing on Twitter, Ah. it's like, all I would say is it gets to this point where Joey Barton, in my opinion, my my amateur analysis, mm. Joey Barton is, is at going through a, 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 a pretty severe mental health crisis. Uh, I'm not mm. even joking. I mean, it's like, it's just no one, it, whatever you're fucking tweeting, if you're on it that much and you're responding and reacting that to that degree, it means you're going through a hard spell. Mm. And... The more people say, like, have a go at him, I almost think, do you know what? Just fucking ignore him, leave him alone for his own yeah. fucking good because this is going to end badly. He's, yeah. He is publicly yeah. go, spinning into a, a, a pretty bad breakdown and people, and he actually needs someone. It's not our responsibility. It's not, it's not the responsibility of Top Flight Time Machine to reach out and help him. I'm not saying listen, that. Joy. If you, if you listen, I heard two versions of this. I heard it was their responsibility. No, I mean, look, if he was listening, I'd say, mate, give me a call. I'll fucking help you because mm. you're coming out with some pretty rum stuff that is not nice. But I don't. I, th- I just think that should be the content of what he's saying should be ignored. It's the fact that he's fucking saying like all this stuff nonstop is an indication yeah. that the bloke is fucking struggling and people are like leave him be. <clears throat> And hopefully he's got someone who loves him who's going to say, do you know what? Come on, you need a bit of a rest and a chat. away from the computer. Yeah. Yeah, He's he's got post-traumatic stress disorder from managing Bristol Rovers, I think is what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, and who can honestly say that they wouldn't 
go through something similar if they were made to manage Bristol Rovers. But I think I saw the other day that he's offered to uh, co-host a podcast with Matt Letizia, yeah. which was, that's not going to help anybody. I you know. know? He's, he's now drifting into that arena that Letizia exists very in. Very strange, because when... Uh, the, he did get... There's a lot of footballers getting into it. Yeah, I know, but weirdly... Um, he positioned himself for a while as sort of very kind of liberal, like um, a hard yeah. man version of Pat Niven. Well, the, the fucking the media fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Do they go on question time and stuff like that? They're, oh well, he was he was a bit of a thug when he was younger, but he seems to be reformed now because he's he's using long words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get him on question time. But, yeah, he you know, did there's, a bit of a Russell there. Brand. There's no there. There's never been anything there. Yeah, a bit of a Russell Brand exactly. Yeah. I, I read um, his book. His book is, I mean, his his upbringing, and this isn't, by the way, me. I'm not. I'm not going to double down on my apologising for Jamiroquai to now apologise for Joey Bart. <laughs> that really would be problematic. So I'm not. I'm not saying it for any reason. Like, oh, you've done that. All I'm saying is just separate side note. Joey Barton's fucking book is mad, and his childhood was fucking brutal. <clears throat> Absolutely yeah. fucking mental and brutal. But the lad never had a chance. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. Do you want to hear about my health test or is there any more 1974 stuff we need to discuss? I'm enjoying uh, there, this. There's another possible deep diveable thing, but I'll leave it because I don't want to give too much away. Um, and it's not 1974 either. So yeah, let's hear about what you've been up to. Well, it was uh, it's for a story, so I managed to get it free, but it was one of these private health <laughs> tests. I'd never use private right. health care if I was paying What's the point? Get it free. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this one was an expensive one. It was like, you know, like <clears throat> the AA sort of 100-point test you can do. If you're buying a car, you can pay, pay the AA to come and do a 100-point te- um, check on your car if it's secondhand. All right. yeah. And it's basically like that, but on your body. 100 points of the body. 100 points of the body which sounds like a name of a, like a Wu-Tang Clan album <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in fact it was what I went through um, they did the heart they did mm. um, they gave me two ECGs where one was a mini one where you just put your fingers on a tiny little metal disc and it and it yeah. reads your heart rhythms via your, the pulses in your fingertips yeah. that was quite good um they uh, yeah, obviously tested my blood. They, ga- mm-hmm. they gave me a bag to take a box and a bag to take away with me in which I'm supposed to deposit some of my own shit and send back to All them. All right, you've got to send me some shit back. I haven't got round to doing yet because, mm-hmm. I mean, who's got the time? <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> Who has got the time, Andy, to start putting a bit of shit into a bottle and mailing it off? Well, I did, the, a, I did a similar thing a few years ago. I did the, yeah. I did the, 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 the men's MOT and I had to do the yeah. shit thing. Right. And I, I did a little shit into, uh, <laughs> into a little tray. Like yeah. It was like a paper, like a paper plate. See, they didn't give me a shit tray, that, which is something I'm bothered get, about, but go on. 
So they're not giving you nothing to shit in, They gave me something that I put the shit in, but how I get it out of the toilet and into this fucking vessel, I don't know. Because they give me... It was so, I'm sure they give me something to shit into, and then they give me like um, it was almost a like a syringe type thing, to and you, it you had to scrape across the turd oh my God. and pick some, so it would pick some of it up into this receptacle, yeah. like a thin syringe type receptacle, and then you had to send that off rather than send the entire shit off. Unbelievable. Maybe it's changed since I got mine. Uh, done. Well, I don't know. I mean, they gave me this box to take away, and to be honest, I've sit, I've sat it on my like bedside table. So I don't mm. forget about it. And I, I haven't read the instructions inside of it. But I right. haven't seen a tray. And uh, right. my wife did say, what's that box on your side table? And I went... That's oh, my yeah. side table. That's I, my business. I said, don't worry about that. That's just something I've got to shit into. <laughs> For work. <laughs> it's a work thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you're not complaining. I'm still getting us our Friday night curry. Doesn't don't ask me questions about where the money comes from. <laughs> yeah, I've told you before. It's like in the Godfather. I've told you before, Kate. Yeah, never ask me about my work. I was gonna say, <laughs> can't pipe down, Carmela. Don't you worry about where it's coming from. Sh- the less you know, the, the better. To, I had her on the phone to her priest. Now he's shitting into a box. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know who. What kind of a person is he? Is this the guy I married? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the they also priest. put my. Uh, they put their fingers. He put his. He, he felt my balls and then put his mm. finger up my ass all in one go. Really, I mean, not mm. at the same time, but he said, "Get up there, and you have to hold your willy aside." And then he feels your balls. I've had that done to me a number of times. It never gets easier. It's not painful, but it is it's when someone else either. is doing it. You you, you do feel very like. What's the word? Tense. Vulnerable. Tense, vulnerable, and skittish. Afraid. Yeah. And then he's like, right, they're fine. Now lie on your side. And then suddenly I had a rubber, the snap of the rubber glove and Ooh. he's Wait. feeding my prostate. Oi, oi. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, Was it lubed? Yeah, he lubed it up. He, I think he lubed my ass and presumably his finger, but it, oh, yeah. Again, I don't want to discourage listeners because it's good, especially if you're getting, uh, you know, if you're yeah. 50-ish or above, yeah. it's well worth getting it checked. But It's just a few seconds discomfort. It's a few seconds discomfort, yeah. so I don't want to discourage anyone. But at the same time, yeah, it's, it it's, was like, it was a lot to cope with all at once. It's, fu- it's fucking deep, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and he, and he rummages as well. Yeah. You know, rummages around. <laughs> I, I, I was I like, mine, fucking hell, mate. I, I <laughs> Luckily, got, the doctor my, was my... a bit of a laugh, so I could swear. And I did say, fuck me, yeah. that's not pleasant. And he goes, nah. <laughs> well, mine, mine was done by a, a, a not unattractive lady doctor. Oh, my added God. added a freeze onto the whole thing. <laughs> that would be worse. That would be worse for me. Yeah. This doctor was a bit... I think they'd given me a lad doctor. I don't know if they did it on mm. purpose, but he was a bit like, oi, oi, come on. Come on, time to put a finger up your ass. At one point I thought, are you really a doctor? Is this some sort of like Jeremy Beadle type set up here? Yeah. <laughs> Someone get, is Beadle going to fucking appear with a clipboard and a full beard at some point? Yeah, the, it wasn't the a doctor at all. It was our hired actor. <laughs> yeah, the newspaper set the whole thing up. They've got hidden cameras put in there before you went in. Yeah. Then yeah, I had to there. do. Then I had to do a test on an exercise bike with my 
chest attached to wires. Then they right. checked my body fat proportions with a load mm-hmm. of uh, electric clips at various different points in my body that send sort of electrodes through your body and then tell you how fat yeah. you are. Uh, All right. Results coming through. You are a fat cunt. <laughs> oh, dear, Mr. Delaney. The computer has deemed you a fat cunt. But remember, that's only according to NHS data. It says, you are, you are quite fat, but it could be worse. Yeah. yeah, I've seen fatter, but all the same. Lay off the crisps. <laughs> you yeah, are not as basically. fat as your podcast partner. <laughs> it was fucking... Yeah, so there's a lot. There was a lot to deal with in terms of your self-esteem. Yeah, although yeah. they were quite nice, you know. So some things they were like, they were like, look, you could lose a few kilos, but at the same time, you know, they said my body fat wasn't too high. Blah mm. blah blah. So they're sort of like saying some things to you that are bad, but then they're also encouraging you in other things. And uh, yeah, by the end though, you're like, I'd had all this stuff. I'd had the bloods taken out. I'd had fat tests. I'd had fuck it yeah needles all over me i'd had a finger up my ass i'd had mm-hmm. another bloke's hands all over me bollocks and then at the end i'm on this fucking exercise bike and i exercise a lot like i i went into it feeling a bit like oh, i'm pretty fit this is gonna be easy I'm gonna walk this yeah. fucking by the end i was fucking sweating coughing my fucking lungs out drenched fuck. in fucking sweat in front of this greek woman who she was attractive. She wasn't the one who'd done my balls and bum. She was doing, right. she was on the exercise bike duty. Right. And uh, I was fucking gasping. And bear in mind as well, while this is all happening, the photographer, Jeff, is fucking oh, got fucking a camera hell, in my course. face. He's taking pictures. Yeah. The only thing he didn't... I said, I don't want any pictures of my top off because mm-hmm. no one needs to see that, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, and I don't... And you can stay out of the room when I'm having my arse and ball examination. Yeah. But other than that, go for your life. You so, don't even get a photograph. You don't even get to see that with your eyes for your No, your but fucking... he was trying to hang around. I mean, this guy, Jeff, I only met him that morning. He knows more about me than most people in the world now. He was sat in yeah. there throughout everything, just taking photos of me, talking to a doctor, taking photos of my weigh-in, and he was taking photos of me fucking drenched in sweat looking puce and on the verge of death on this fucking exercise bike as well yeah. with straps around my chest very privilege so, for Jeff there great privilege I'm not looking forward to those photographs it was it it was quite a stressful day really <laughs> mate but I seem to have a clean bill of health and so that's and, but also like I know what I need to do to you know yeah. get better get healthier cut down so, on the crisps is that it yeah like no more crisps no more crisps no chocolate but I've been off the crisps and chocolate since New Year anyway. As much as it's right. a cliche, I do have an, you know, it's a boring cliche to try and go on a bit of a health drive in January, I know. But that is um, that is what I have done. And so mm. hopefully that will be good. But um, yeah. what Did you get yours on the NHS, your full health check? No, I, I got the private thing done. Yeah, so that's what I this was. Though, I felt as though something wasn't right that needed to be addressed yeah. quite quickly. Um, so I did the private one, and it turned out it wasn't. It turned out everything was pretty much all right. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm a bit of a wreck. Changes needed to yeah. be made. Not all those changes have been made. You don't it's smoke. A, it's a constant struggle. And you've I never smoked, smoke. have you? Never smoked, no. Yeah, I felt no. as if I was duty-bound to oblige them my um, flirtation with smoking in Prague earlier this year. 
<laughs> six fags in Prague. Do you smoke? Well, put it this way, mate. I had six fags in Prague when we won the conference league back in June. How about that? <laughs> <clears throat> no, no, I'll tell you what it was. Well, it, it was the, the thing that made us do it was, do you remember during lockdown? And we were doing the live video things. It was yeah. the, the Brown John stuff, and we did a, a oh, yeah. live video stream of England World uh, Euro '96 game. We did one of them, and at the end of it, I just felt that my heart was racing, really, and I was getting chest pains. Oh, and it felt like it's probably just the adrenaline of yeah doing Brown the, John. Doing the Brown live John thing. would do that. Brown to John the best was of fucking, men. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was that plus the fact that. I'd sunk into just pretty much drinking every night once lockdown started. Yeah. And I thought there could be something wrong here, but it turned out my heart was all right. So Yeah, yeah. Heart is, it is fucking... I mean, the main thing I think... I mean, I probably did, because I've been writing about health, it just keeps alerting you to all the different risks as you get older as a bloke. And mm. the main thing was my heart that I was interested in more than anything mm. else. Heart and blood pressure. And thank God they're all right at the moment, but it has convinced me that it's quite cheap. I'm going to get a blood pressure machine at home. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're cheap. And and the thing is, women get their blood... Women have more reasons to go to the doctor, right? Yeah. Women are in the doctor's surgery more. And most times you go to see the doctor, they will just, as a matter of course, take your blood pressure. Men don't go to the doctors as much, right? We're not Mm. going through the menopause. We're not we don't get pregnant and all the other reasons that women might find themselves there. So we just have our blood pressure taken less. Get it home. Test your blood pressure at home. Why fucking yeah. not? It's another cool yeah. thing to buy off Amazon, isn't it? Did other gadget, isn't it? You got yeah. Instagram or something like that, yeah. Put so it on your um, arm, put it on your willy. Put it on your head. You'll feel nice and silly. There you go. Um, excellent stuff. Let's do some predictions, shall we? Yeah. With the fu- the fucking Premier League's having a winter break over two weeks. Have you seen this? Weird. I wasn't aware of this till Is that day. this weekend? There's no football this yeah. weekend. That's good for West Ham because we've got an there's, injury yeah, crisis. There's some football this weekend and then some <laughs> next weekend, but it's only like half and half. Wow. Which is... Uh, fucking hell. I don't know. Uh, game's gone. Uh, right, so there's no West Ham game, so nobody gets double points for any kind of correct prediction of their own team. It's just standard... Standard pointage. Um, so, right, Burnley versus Luton. What do you reckon? Burnley versus Luton. Um, fucking hell. I'm going to say uh, one all. Feels like a one all, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, Burnley need to be looking to win that, but... <clears throat> no. I'll, go, I'll go one all as well. Uh, Everton versus Aston Villa. Everton <laughs> not doing too bad. Aston Villa seem to be... Good. Um, very good but I think Everton will win that one 1-0 one I reckon wow you know what I'm going to go 2 all on this one alright sounds exciting Manchester mm. United beleaguered Manchester United <laughs> versus Spurs oh at Old Trafford at the Theatre of Dreams mm. <laughs> 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 fucking football <laughs> the air of dreams fucking oh, hell god uh, I, you know I think with a heavy heart I think Spurs are going to win this I think they're going to win it 2-0 uh, I'll go 1-1 not sure why Ipswich versus Sunderland uh, 5.30 I think it is on Saturday evening 
on Sky and I will go for an Ipswich win of 2-0 uh, yeah sorry I think Ipswich will beat you here so I'll say fine I'll say 2-1 ok and then Newcastle United versus Manchester City I think that might be Saturday tea time as well I'm not sure uh, I'll, I'll ask you to go first on that one actually I think this will be um, Newcastle 2 Manchester mm-hmm. City 3 I'll go 3-1 Manchester City and that's the predictions that's the predictions that's the episode I think there was something else I had in my notes we were going to look at uh, we still haven't we haven't uh, agreed our strategies and protocols our strategies and protocols we've talked a bit um, about it because of our health strategies yeah. and protocols that we're uh, yeah. we've both been well, on the well I know I have I've been on the green juices I, I think you have too so I haven't started them yet we've, so that, we've got some a, green juice we might be advertising yeah so we'll give them a little bit of a free hit no we won't mention the brand yet until they're paying not us. yet not hand over the money but already our strategies I think anyone listening to this can see that our strategies and protocols are, are on the app this year and so fucking watch out Jake Humphrey, watch out yeah. Joe Rogan, watch out Huberman Labs, because uh, we can and be the, the elite fucking performance podcast this year. And the, the Diary of a CEO. Diary of a CEO, yeah. Watch, watch out, out. Yeah. John CEO. We're for you. Joey yeah, Barton. We've got all of you in our fucking sights now. Yeah. Let it be known that the lads are on the fucking green juice. But the strategies and protocols are ongoing and fluid. I'll say that. They are. They and are. interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Thanks very much for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.